Our sermon text for today comes from the book of Mark. Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, that is, son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he is calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you, Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. This is the word of God for the people of God. I need to fill you in on a little bit of the background and the history and a social understanding behind this story because it's important. When somebody was sick, when somebody was um, had any type of physical problem in Jesus' day, the thought was that either they or their parents had done something wrong that either they were sinners, which caused them to have this physical problem, or their parents had been sinners, so therefore the punishment was given to the children. Now from what we can tell, Bartimaeus had been blind from birth. So of course the question is, what did Bartimaeus' parents do that caused Bartimaeus to be blind? And the answer is absolutely nothing. They didn't do something that caused this. Oftentimes, we look at disease that way. What did they do to cause it? Or what did somebody else do to cause it? And we hear that especially in this day. If somebody gets COVID, we want to know, who caused it? What happened? What did they do? Where did they go? How did this happen? And it's, we're almost back to that same idea again that if you get a disease, you must have done something wrong. But it's not just COVID. It's been that way with cancer. The first question almost anybody asks when somebody gets cancer is, did they smoke? Like that is if they got it because they smoked, it's their own fault. I know plenty of people who smoked their entire life. I've read stories of people who smoked in almost to 100 and never got cancer. So this idea that you cause these things to happen in your life, now there are things that you can do that make things worse for you physically, but to immediately look at somebody and say, well, they deserve it. 
And we as Christians cannot do that because it's not up to us to decide whether somebody's guilty or not. We know nothing about Bartimaeus, but if you read on in the story, you'll find out that the first question the religious leaders wanted to know was, who sinned? That was the first question asked. Who sinned, him or his parents? Now the same thing can be asked when somebody is healed. Well, what did they do to deserve to be healed? The same thing that somebody did to deserve to get sick. Nothing. Things happen in life. As I like to say, stuff happens. Life brings to us all kinds of different things. My mother died of cancer. She never smoked that I know of. She didn't drink. She didn't do anything that I know of that would have caused it, yet she died of cancer. And she wasn't healed. I've known other people who have had cancer who were what I would consider just as good Christian people as my mom, and they were healed of cancer. My question is why? And God's answer is that's none of your business. And it may not be an answer we like, but the truth of the matter is we don't see things as God sees things. We see things in our world, and Paul says that we see things dimly. We don't see clearly everything that's happening. We don't know what is going to happen in the future. We don't know what God's plan is. So we have to learn to trust God. Does that mean we shouldn't pray? Does that mean we should say, well, okay, whatever's going to happen is going to happen? No. Doesn't mean that either because Bartimaeus teaches us something here. Bartimaeus is sitting on the side of the road and he knows everybody thinks that he or his parents did something wrong. And they pity him. Now, it's one thing when people feel sorry for you, but when people pity you, I don't think any of us like that. And Bartimaeus was sitting there, and the only way he could earn a living was by begging. Somebody help the poor blind man. Somebody give me a few shekels. Somebody give me something to help me live. And that's frustrating for Bartimaeus. So he hears that Jesus of Nazareth is coming by. And one thing we know about people who don't see is their hearing is very good, and Bartimaeus listens. He listens to everything that's going around, on around his street corner, and I'll bet he can tell you things about that city that nobody else can. Bartimaeus heard that this Jesus of Nazareth was in town. And this Jesus of Nazareth heals people. He brought people back from the dead. He's done all kinds of miraculous things. So Bartimaeus starts yelling out at the top of his lungs. And I'm sure he's yelling as loud as he can, Jesus of Nazareth, have mercy on me. And that's okay if he does it once or twice. 
But if he just keeps going and everybody does what we would have done, would you be quiet? Stop. You're interrupting things. Can you imagine somebody doing that during church? Somebody interrupting and causing problems when we're trying to listen to Jesus. Thankfully, Jesus doesn't think like we do. And he hears Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus keeps going. See, we have this idea sometimes, and I've even heard that people teach it, that once you ask God for something, you should just leave it in his hands. He already knows what you want. He'll take care of it. But I can give you numerous stories in the Bible where the Bible tells us, don't stop. We have the story of the widow who keeps asking the judge over and over and over and over and over, and you get the idea. And he finally gives in. We have this story of Bartimaeus who keeps yelling, and finally Jesus hears, or finally Jesus says, I'm going to do something about it. Bring him to me. Never should we ever stop asking Jesus if we truly want him to work in our lives. It may not be his time to do what we're asking yet. He may have some other plans for us, but it doesn't mean we should stop asking because I think praying and asking is very important, not for God, but for us. Because every time you pray, you remind yourself who's in charge. And it's not you. And it's not me. It's God. So every time you humble yourself and pray, you're reminding yourself that God is in charge. And you're asking God to work in your life or to work in somebody else's life. And we need to keep asking because God does want to hear our prayers. But even more important than that, us being in prayer reminds us that God is in charge of everything. So Bartimaeus is brought to Jesus, and Jesus asks him a very blunt question. What do you want me to do for you? Bartimaeus doesn't even think. He just immediately answers, I want to be able to to see. Not, I want you to forgive my sins. I want to be a follower of yours. I want to see. Because that's what Bartimaeus wanted. So the next thing we learn from Bartimaeus is we can ask God for anything. We can ask God to do anything in our lives. But that doesn't mean that God is going to do what we ask. But we are free to ask. Because God answers prayers in three different ways. Yes, no, and wait. We're okay with the yes and the no part. It's that wait part that we're not real, real good with. But that's how God answers our prayers. We don't know why he answers them the way he does only he does. And I think this is a real problem for Christians today because we have this idea that if we pray 
or if we get enough people praying for us, or if we pray using the right words, that God will give us what we want. Doesn't it say that in the 14th chapter of the book of John? That if you pray according to my name, I, I will give you what you ask? Very last verse in John chapter 14. The thing you need to understand is when it says, when you pray in my name, it doesn't mean throwing in the name of Jesus on the end of your prayer and then God has to answer it. It means if you pray for what God has designed, what God has determined, what God has set, then God will answer your prayer. So, And we don't know what that is, so we just keep asking. Asking and seeking for God to be at work in our lives. It's okay to ask God for anything. But mostly we should seek God's will. We strive to find God's will in our lives. Sometimes we know what it is. Sometimes we're not so sure. So like Bartimaeus, we keep yelling, God, hear me. God, answer my prayers. God, lead me where you would have me to go. God, work in me. That's what Bartimaeus is asking. And he keeps asking. And he keeps asking. And Bartimaeus is healed. He is able to see. And what does Bartimaeus do? He becomes a follower of Jesus Christ. He becomes someone who gives his life to Jesus Christ. Now, we don't understand why God healed Bartimaeus and he didn't heal the guy on the next corner who was blind. Maybe it was because Bartimaeus had faith. Maybe it was because Bartimaeus kept asking. Maybe it was because God understood that he had a job for Bartimaeus. We don't know. But we do know that if we continue to seek God... God will work in our lives and he'll lead us and guide us. I could stand here today and tell you story after story of times I've seen God do amazing miracles. Amazing things. When the doctor said there was no hope and they were healed. What the doctors didn't understand, God did. And I can tell you story after story about that. But I can also tell you story after story of families that I've sat with that the person wasn't healed. I don't understand why God does things the way he does. But I do understand one very important thing. Is that no matter what God does, whether he heals people or doesn't heal people, God is still God, and he's in charge. And one thing I learned from my mom was that dying's not always such a bad thing. She wasn't upset about dying. In fact, she smiled at the fact that she knew she was dying. The last time I saw her was about three or four hours before she died. And she had a huge smile because she understood that as a believer in Jesus Christ, what lays ahead was a whole lot better 
than what she was going through. That that cancer would be gone. There would be no more pain, no more struggling, no more tears, no more sorrow. That God was going to heal her. Not in this life, but in the next. And that's the other wonderful joy we have in God. Knowing that it's not just this life we have, but we have the life that is to come in Jesus Christ, eternal life, where we will dwell with him forever and we will be perfect as he is perfect. So keep praying. Keep shouting out as Bartimaeus did. Keep telling God what you want him to hear. Keep reminding yourself that God's in charge and you are God's people.